0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle and I'm your host. Welcome. All right. So this is the last fear that we're going to cover in our Fear to Faith series. This is number seven. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to do kind of a conclusion wrap up just to kind of bring this all um, kind of tie the bow on it, if you will. Uh, And I'm going to share an opportunity with you tomorrow about um, how to take this information from this series and just take it to the next level. Uh, We're going to do a, a challenge of sorts. So if this is something you want to kind of really figure out what is inside you in relation to these seven fears, we're going to talk about that. So definitely tune in tomorrow. I'll share with you what we're going to do. It's going to be a free opportunity. This literally is me throwing this out to the world saying, hey, who wants to participate, who wants to, uh, you know, kind of figure some things out about yourself. Okay. All right. So fear number seven, this one is the fear of criticism, blame, judgment, and shame. Let me tell you this, this is another biggie. Okay. Uh, it has connections to many of the other fears that we've talked about. This one is a biggie. So we live in a world of laws where people's brains, right, see patterns. Uh, We're pattern-seeking devices, and we're always trying to kind of fill in the holes based on our assumptions, our biases, our conditioning. So for example, if you were raised in a certain uh, religion or a certain political affiliation or a certain, well, uh, relationship to nature, right, right? However you were raised, you were conditioned, you have certain values and beliefs attached to that conditioning. Okay. So for example, if I, if I lined up a hundred, let's say Christians, that's a very general term, a hundred Christians, and I asked them how they were raised and what they thought about certain things, I would get very different views. Even though they have the label of Christian, it's going to have very different views based on their conditioning. Okay. Now, we also have certain laws, uh, like the law of opposites, uh, right? So we see, again, even just that word right and wrong, um, black and white, you know, what's the law of opposites Our our physical 3d, uh, formed world ha- operates under the law of opposites, but our brain interprets that. And we say, Hey, listen, if you celebrate Christmas the way that I do, you're right. And if you don't, you're wrong. Okay. So we have to inherently uh, do some mental gymnastics and play around with perspectives and go, hmm, is that right? No, this is how I prefer to celebrate because of this. Um, This is what I choose, right? And that person has different preferences and choices as well. Uh, we also operate under the law of comparison or the law of relativity, right? That we're comparing things all the time, and we do this kind of ranking and rating system: um, good, better, worse, right? So, you know, when you see someone, it, you know, subconsciously you, you might uh, compare yourself. You're taller than I am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm bigger than you are. You're smarter than me, right? We're comparing, so our patterns are our pattern-seeking devices, i.e. our brains, are constantly doing that, right? Now, the problem, because uh, we do need those, those universal laws, we do need to understand things like that, right? But the problem is when we start to apply those laws against ourselves or someone else, right? So we think that there's only one way of knowing something, Right. Uh, So using our conscious brain, which is our logic and our reasoning, there's only one thing to think about this when in reality there's, you know, probably millions of ways to think about things. Right. So again, this one is connected to your idea of success and failure. So just changing your understanding of success and saying, actually I'm successful at everything I do and I take that feedback and I look for the next success. Right or the the loss of of control maybe right looking at um, the fear of loss that i've lost control here when in reality you could look at it and say do i need control did i ever have control do i want control right so if i can just make sense of things right i can control them and feel like i have power in my life when in reality you never had control in the first place you don't control anything in your life now Do you make choices that affect your, your circumstances, conditions, you know, effects and results? Absolutely. Do you control them? No. Think about it like this for all of you who, who have children out there. Um, are you, uh, responsible for your children? Yes. Okay. You're responsible in that, you know, if you don't feed them and clothe them, they get pretty loud and you can get in trouble for that. Right? Do you control them? No, no matter how much you think you do, you cannot control them. They will make their own decisions. Uh, this morning, uh, we had a little situation and, and, uh, my husband had to take a couple kids to a meeting and, uh, it was kind of like a two or three part meeting. And, uh, the first part was optional and, one of the children, I'll, I'll let you guess which one, uh, did not want to go to the optional meeting. And I knew that and she she's very tired and they've just got back from all of these trips and she's recovering. And so long story short, I said to, to Josh, as he was walking out, uh, please be patient and kind with Hannah today. <laughs> there you go. You probably already guessed it. Uh, she's, she's struggling, uh, and you know, she is probably not going to have a great attitude. And what you say and do and the energy that you bring is going to affect her. So if you can show grace, mercy, compassion, and kindness, it's only going to help both of you. And about an hour later, uh, I hear them walking in the door. Sure enough, that's all she could give, right? And, you know, he, to his credit, had a good attitude about it. Um, But there you go. So understanding that uh, we are definitely responsible for our children, but we don't control them. And that's every aspect of our life. We're responsible for it all, but we don't control anything. You can do all the right things and not get the result that you want. You can do all the right things in a relationship and have the relationship fall apart. You can do all the right things at your job and the economy can force your boss to fire you, right? You can do all the right things and, you know, follow some diet that somebody tells you, but maybe your body doesn't respond well to that diet. Right, so the problem is that you have all the power and no control you're You're kind of riding a river, right you're You're saying, okay, uh, i I'm gonna jump in with my inner tube. Uh, I'm definitely in charge of jumping into the river, but I don't have control, really. Maybe there's some things that I can do to steer myself one way or the other,, uh, but we'll see, okay, So what if again, you know, what if you could uh never fail? and because you can never fail, you can never be blamed. Okay. I know. Remember, remember, we're just entertaining new ideas. What if you could never fail and you can never be blamed? Okay. So the fact is that there's always going to be haters out there. Okay. These are people who are low awareness. These are people operating under their assumptions and biases and conditioning and probably don't even know it. Okay. And they feel like they're doing the world a service by, you know, giving their little public service announcements. You'll see this all over, uh, you know, different social media sites. I I had this the other day, you know, somebody come out swinging saying, you know, if you look at God in this certain way, you're wrong. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. (laughs) Uh, that, that, that might not be the most helpful, Right. So there's always going to be quote unquote haters out there, which I don't believe that they're actually hating. They're operating under that low awareness. But do you have to join their little illusion party? No, you do not. Okay. You never have to join someone's uh, drama party that they're inviting you to ever. Okay. So here's a little bit of how how this fear of being criticized or blamed, shamed, and judged shows up. If you don't speak up at a meeting because you think you have a dumb idea, right? You have a fear of being seen, a fear of failure, a fear of being criticized, right? But the problem is you have no idea if this is a quote-unquote dumb idea or not. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a meeting with the staff And afterwards, we've had a meeting after the meeting in the hallway where somebody shared an idea. I'm like, that's an amazing idea. And guess what? We just lost the opportunity to share it with the whole team because you didn't share it in the meeting, right? Or somebody had what they thought was a dumb idea and it totally revolutionized the whole trajectory of the work, okay? And worst case scenario, what if it is a dumb idea? So what? Just gets put in a pile of all these different ideas, right? You're responsible for not saying this is an amazing idea. This is going to change our work. You're responsible if you feel led to share that idea to do it. You're not responsible for what happens after sharing your idea. So if you feel like, okay, I really need to share this idea. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm just going to throw it out there. Excellent. You have now succeeded. Okay. Um, what if... <laughs> God forbid you want to make a different career choice rather than going into family business. Okay. I've got a couple clients dealing with this right now. Um, is there going to be upset from your family? Yeah, probably. Right. But what do you want to do with that? Are you responsible for someone else's feelings? And the answer to that question is always no, you are only responsible for yourself. So you've got to ask yourself, are you going to, you know, go into the family business and be miserable your whole entire life? Or are you going to say, you know what, I'm important. I'm going to stick up for myself and say, no, I can't do this and let them be angry about it and, you know, share some feelings. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I'm seeing more and more of over time is people are coming to me from various different directions and they're trying to make different choices than their mentor or their authority figures are telling them. Right? So maybe they've spent a lot of time and money uh, listening to an authority figure in their life or a mentor and they're realizing this person is no longer in alignment with my values. Or they're realizing after they paid, you know, thousands of dollars of money, they're not helping me get my results. They're actually helping me kind of uh, just realize I don't want to do life or business in this way, right? Are you, um, what's, what is your definition of failure and success there again, right? And when you're trying to do business in a very heart-centered way and they're not in alignment with that, how do you feel about that? Right? Or when you say to a mentor, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that that is right for me. Uh, That may work for you, but I really don't think that's right for me because of these values. Right? It's hard because the mentor is always going to feel that what they're doing is the appropriate thing. Right? And so they're going to, uh, you know, try to convince you that you're going wrong or that there's something wrong with you. When in reality, your heart is saying, no, 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 that's not how we want to do this. We want to go over here. So what is your responsibility? Is your definition of success, uh, what your mentor told you, what your authority figure told you, or is it what your heart is telling you? And that's up to you to decide. I'm not here to tell you one way or the other. I mean, you get to decide that, right? Some of you are like, oh yes, I definitely need to listen to this boss, this leader, this authority figure. If that's what you feel like, you better do that then. Okay. But the point of this is, you know, if you're trying to make a different choice because you're being led to it, but your fear of being judged or criticized is keeping you from doing what you're being led to, then that's not successful for you or someone else. Well, I mean, technically it is, but see see where all of this, it's like a big paradox, right? So just ask yourself, what do you want to do with that? So what if despite seeming Evidence you actually are blameless, okay. What if we're all like children, perfect and innocent? What if you're you really can't go wrong? Okay, tell you this I've had more and more conversations with angels lately, and that's what they keep repeating you guys can't go wrong, you can't make a mistake. Uh, You literally don't understand the system is rigged for you to be successful at everything you do. This is why we talk about that, that every system gets the intended result. We just need to look at our feedback and change it if we don't like the results. Okay. So what if, despite all the seeming evidence, you actually are blameless? Okay. Change your perception, change your life. You get to choose what you think. Are you willing to entertain a different idea? All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.